Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Okay, let's go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by Jeremy Rutherford. He's the Blues Insider at The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. He joins us here on the show each and every Tuesday. We always appreciate him doing so. JR, let's get right into this thing, man. Blues made some significant changes to their lineup heading into the game tonight. Looks like we are going to see Pavel Buchnevich back at center again. I believe this is the first time he started a game at center so far this year. What'd you make of the move? Yeah, get your pencil out. If you're one who does a lineup card, uh, you got a lot of changes to make tonight with this uh, forward group. This is the first time that you'll see Pavel Buchnevich start a game at center this year. And in terms of what do I think about the move, I think the Blues had to do something. You've lost uh, three in a row, and you have a situation What the goal against Chicago over the weekend was uh, a, your only goal was a shorthanded goal. The the vaunted uh, the penalty kill continues to produce, but not this <laughs> offense. And and so uh, you've got to do something here. And I think they wanted to get Thomas and Cairo back together. It's been a while since uh, they've played. You can't take neighbors off that top line. It'll be interesting to watch those three. And then what do you have left? So they've decided to go back to Buchnevich at center. You know, to me, you know, you look at last year, Craig Burby referenced that today. Uh, if it would have worked last year, they would have came back with it at the start of this year. But to me, it didn't work. I don't know what I think about this line. Uh, Brandon Saad. Casper Kapanen on his wings, not doing much this season. Craig Bruby did say that uh, last year when Buchnevich played in the middle, he really set up his uh, wingers for scoring opportunities, did a good job offensively with that. Um, you know, I just don't see these guys producing the way that uh, the team had hoped. And so, yeah, you want to try to get them going, uh, but I don't know that this is uh, a recipe for this right now. And then also I think you need a little balance. Uh, Shen hasn't had a great offensive season, uh, but they're looking for a line there with Hayes, Shen, and Sunquist to do something on that third line and and try to just get the scoring from anywhere at this point. Is is the retool starting to be threatened by the rebuild, Jr. Yeah, you know, big picture for sure. You know, I th- I think that when they lose three in a row and look the way they have, and you start talking about you know inner workings of the team, guys picking and choosing when they want to play, which is what Captain Braden Shen said after the last game. You know, you start to look at the situation and say, you know, okay, can this team compete? on a nightly basis with this lineup, especially when you look at this forward group that they're just trying to patch together to get some sort of offense and say, okay, where's it, where's it going to come from? You know, is this going to turn into a rebuild rebuild? So I know that we've kind of touched on that question at times throughout the season. Is it going to turn into a full rebuild? Yeah. I don't think we're there yet, but I think if we continue to see what we've seen the past three games, um, they're going to get to a point where you know it's going to be wise to make decisions that are more based on the future than what we've seen. What does it tell us about the current view of Kevin Hayes and Braden Shin that Pavel Buchnevich is your second-line center right now? Well, it's a good question, but I just think that it goes back to trying anything at this point. It necessarily hasn't worked the other way. You know, they moved Hayes over. Um, you know, I think that you're getting what you're getting out of those guys at this point, and you can't keep trying the same thing. So, 
you know, perhaps, 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 you know, what I expect to happen, uh, not a lot of production out of that line based on the way they've played this season, talking about Saad and Kapanen being on the wings, you know, maybe it does trigger something. And maybe like Ruby said today, it does help to get these guys going. I mean, we've seen that throughout the, the years where it just takes a little uh, finagling with the lines to get a guy going. So perhaps, you know, they see something that uh, this could work. Uh, I just think based on the results this season, uh, it doesn't look very promising. It seems, Jair, that the, the wingers have not panned out the way that the Blues were hoping. I mean, you bring Verona in, he doesn't pan out. You bring Kapanen in, he hasn't panned out. You know, Saad hasn't lived up to those goal potentials that you're looking for. But with the Verona news that took place yesterday, what have you learned from yesterday to today with that situation? Yeah, with Verona, uh, you know, we could hear in just a little while uh, if he is going to be indeed placed on waivers. And you go back to uh, yesterday, the information I got uh, from the agent was that uh, he was going to be placed on waivers because they got the phone call, both Verona and uh, J.P. Barry of CAA got the information from the Blues that he was going to be placed on waivers. And, and what happens typically is uh, if you don't see a guy go on waivers, that means there's continued discussions, whether it be trade talks with other teams or, or what have you. So did those trade talks lead to something, materialize uh, yesterday that could lead to a potential deal for Verona? Uh, we'll find out. If not, he could be on the waiver wire, which we'll know at, uh, at 1 o'clock. He did not have a locker stall at uh, Enterprise Center today for the morning skate. He was not on the ice. I don't expect him to be uh, back with the team. And I think that uh, this is a situation they want to part ways with the player and they'd like to make a deal or know that someone's going to pick him up from waivers. So you're not talking about a situation where you're, you're sending him down to your AHL affiliate and putting uh, your other players down there in a bad spot with a disgruntled player. So we'll see what happens with Brown today, but uh, always the potential for him to be on that waiver wire at one o'clock. Jeremy Rutherford is our guest for just another couple of minutes here on 101 ESP, and you can read his work over at The Athletic, and be sure you're following him on Twitter as well, at J.P. Rutherford. Jer, what's the lesson to be learned from the disappointing year from Jakub Vrana? Is there a lesson to be learned? Um, I guess the lesson, if, if there was one, and again, I think all three of us have uh, talked about the potential there, and there are reclamation projects throughout the league all the time, but if there's a lesson, perhaps it's you know what went wrong in Washington and then specifically in Detroit. You know That wasn't just a, a situation where a player didn't fit that scene, and if, if you moved him, uh, perhaps he could be a player for you. I think that what we've seen with Rana in a Blues uniform, especially this year, you know, last year you like the offensive numbers, but as Craig Bruby said himself yesterday, that was you know nothing really to play for. You were coming in, putting up numbers, and it wasn't the same situation as the start of this year. You know, This is a player that I don't know that you can count on. I don't think he has a, an awareness of, of how he can be better. I mean, he talks about the strengths in his game, you know, he's a skater, he's a shooter. I think he just wants the coaches to automatically trust him that he can be that player and score goals for you. And then you're just going to overlook the defensive end. And well, it's all fine and dandy, but if, if you're not scoring and he wasn't, then how do you put that player out on the ice, especially when you look at the three or four glaring mistakes uh, per game? So I think it's a situation, if there's a lesson, maybe you analyze it a little bit better. Like, hey, do we really think if this is the third team for this guy, uh, he, we can we can overlook some of the shortcomings that he's had as a player, and even some shortcomings, uh, uh, you know, in, in your locker room. 
Blues back in action tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. It does not sound like we are going to see David Perron in this one. Uh, Blues versus Detroit, though, coming up at 6.30. JR, before we get you out of here, I did want to ask you, it'll be our last opportunity to really talk about this probably, uh, kind of revisiting the David Perron decision. Is it fair for us to look back at this now and say, hey, Got it wrong. Uh, they they messed up there. Should have brought back David Perron for the number that he was asking for. Yeah, I think so. I don't think that it would have uh, it would be a make or break situation on where the Blues are at. And, and I don't say this from a standpoint of you got to show loyalty, even though I do think that's a big issue with with players. I think though uh, that the number was fair, and I think given David Perron a couple years. Could have been fair with his production, and look, he's he's still producing. And look where the Blues power play—they missed that one timer. There's so many holes they think that you lose when you uh, when you let David Perron go and try to fill him with some other players. So I do think at the time, and certainly here in hindsight, that that was a decision that uh, I think the Blues could have made differently, and it would have turned out better for him. Jay, I appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk with you again next week. Yep, thanks a lot, guys.